what's the call sign and then what's the is that is that the right term call sign call sign <laughs> i don't i don't know <laughs> this this isn't top gun dummy <laughs> um <laughs> This is Champagne is also a band podcast. One songwriter, one song. I'm Sven, your host for a journey into the music of Champaign-Urbana. Recorded in the Blue Box studio with a songwriter from the Champaign-Urbana music scene, past or present. Welcome to Champagne is also Band podcast. This is Sven, and I'm here with uh, Drake Maxson, and uh, we're going to be talking about Strangers uh, from his band, Shouting Match, or should I say your single, whatever you want to say, your solo project. Solo project. Yeah. 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 Um, but you may also know Drake from shouting match which i just said you may also know drake from not for the faint of heart and uh you're no longer a member of but you played with for a while Mm -hmm. and uh prevalence and uh today we're enjoying some um pandemonium donuts and coffee which are you know drake's favorite things um, so I guess without further ado, which I always love saying, is we're just going to kind of listen to uh, the song Strangers by Shouting Match. Man. 
Welcome back. And I don't know, I, I was actually, I was playing around with this a little bit earlier and I just have one of those odd questions because mm-hmm. this is what happens whenever I do a drop D tuning mm-hmm. <laughs> is that somehow the, just playing around with that format on the fretboard with the drop D is somehow that somehow spurns a song. And it's usually because I've been doing standard tuning for so long and then I'm just like, ugh. I just want to do a drop D for a little bit. And then all of a sudden that, that will kick because it somehow, it just changes the way that you deal with the guitar and somehow it's inspiring. And I'm wondering if that might've been something that happened with this song or were you like, I'm going to just, you know, I, you had the words and then you said, I'm going to go ahead and, um, you know, no, I definitely, definitely. When I wrote the song, I was kind of experimenting with different chords and different tunings like that. And so it kind of came from the first chord progression you hear in the song, and then it kind of just developed from there. But yeah, absolutely. This, it's in drop D, so it definitely inspired me to, to write a little bit differently. Yeah. When I was playing along with it, that I was like, okay, there's a lower note that I can't hit. And I'm like, it's got to be a drop D. But (laughs) is that when you have that kind of that drop D tuning and you can slide up and have drone notes that Mm -hmm. you you let open notes like ring or or just because you have your fingers freed up, you can have more of those like dissonant notes and... Mm -hmm. Almost all of the chords that you use are, are like chords that they they're not like whole chords. That's what it feels like. They're they're not they're incomplete. If you, <laughs> yeah. if you want to be like more, yeah. I mean, know. a lot of people when they think of chords on a guitar, they think of a lot of like the the open basic mm-hmm. chords, which are like all six strings. But yeah, all those chords in that song are just using the top four so they're not as embellished as they could be but i was kind of purposeful in the way that i kind of move move around the song yeah Um, yeah yeah. so with this one did the did the words come first or the the chord progression did uh, along with kind of the melody of the lyrics that's kind of how a lot of my ideas start and then i kind of base the mood and the subject around how those chords feel, how the timing is, all that kind of stuff. And I okay. just kind of try to 
expand upon that. Is there a story behind this song or? Yeah, I was in a pretty rough relationship uh, over half a year ago now. And yeah, I kind of wrote this and recorded this as that was all ending. Yeah, and that's pretty much what, what it's about. It's it's not too complicated. Gotcha. Did you and did you record this over at Perimeter Road? I did. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. And uh, so, for our listeners that may not know, uh, Perimeter Road is the student. I guess you could call it the student studio yeah. that they teach classes out of for recording at Parkland College, which is a community college here in Champaign. Mm-hmm. And you've had had the opportunity to take classes and learn and you also said something about ta in for the recording Mm -hmm. classes but we'll get to that in in this in the (laughs) scene next so the thing i i noted and i don't remember if there's any other time that you do it but i i think that you like your your opening lines this is a strange world to me and then i had a strange girl Mm -hmm. um and some trees I think it's interesting that both the the word world and girl, but you kind of do this like slide up at the end of it. Yeah. Like it's, I, you know, just, just for pointing out that kind of these, the strange world and the strange girl and then some trees, any, any particular reason that some trees came into that or it was just, it has to do with the line after that, which is, but now all that's left is, is desert. Um, it's just kind of reflecting on, kind of the illusion of like a perfect relationship setup yeah. thing um and then uh, having that kind of die um and so mm-hmm. the trees turn into desert yeah yeah well and also if you're going to have some if you're going to have trees there's always going to be growth and there's going to be something that right um for for years to come will continue to exchange your co2 with oxygen yeah. you know like there's there's a there's a there's a commitment and a, like a relationship between you like it's a, symbi- a symbiotic relationship between yeah. you and the trees you know absolutely did your strange girl end it or did you she ended it but it was the feeling was very mutual so i wasn't i was i was sad that it had kind of ended and it had gotten that way but at the same time i was like yeah, this needs to, like, stop. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, and it was just this, I can't seem to find a trace of you in the air. So I was like, mm-hmm. did they just up and leave was the question. But but I get that, you know, there's there's that empty sense after even good or bad relationship. It's yeah. like you get used to their presence yeah, and then absolutely. all of a sudden it's no longer there. I think it's interesting that you used, like, your second and third verse, you just kind of, you reiterate the this statement of like shy away from strangers oh i used to it's interesting that you're you had just referred to the person in the relationship as as a strange girl and then you're talking about shying away from strangers like yeah. that that return to but i don't know if you you want to elaborate at all about like why you wanted to start referring to use that image of the stranger or the strange person or strange world. Yeah, I kind of uh, refer to the, her as as uh, as a strange person at the beginning of the song, and then by going back and bringing up that line about strangers, it kind of shows that she's kind of become like a stranger to me. But then, 
the the line is also stating that strangers treat me better than you do i don't know that's kind of a big part of the song is just going and finding people who like actually treat you well and they're actually like good for you and actually look out for you yeah I don't know if they still teach us anymore, but it, I, I grew up in the era of, you know, well, in, in the 80s, they were just like, oh, hey, this is, bad things can happen if you trust strangers, yeah. so stranger danger and that kind of thing. <laughs> and and so, I, you know, I, I think uh, when I when I was listening to this and reading some of the lyrics, I, was, I kept thinking of the, you know, stranger danger and, you know. And, um, yet, and yet they treat me better than you do. Right. right. Yeah. Well, and the line again, tell me again how I should act like a man. It was just, you know, in my world, I've been, you know, having the reoccurring thought and, and measure of what what it means to to be a man. And, you know, and I, and I feel like it, each person needs to decide what that means for themselves. But within that context, I, also, I find it interesting that you say it's like you're asking her, tell me again how I should act like a man. Yeah. You know, like... Mm-hmm. You know, I, and I don't know exactly what that, you know, what context that came from. Um, but I don't know if that's something you'd, you'd want to talk about at all. or Like I said, it was it was a pretty rough relationship. So she kind of started to, to even factor into those kinds of questions in my life. And once I realized that she was, I kind of realized that it wasn't good and it wasn't healthy anymore. Her absence uh, at the time of writing this song kind of prompted me to write that line because she wasn't there anymore. So I'm kind of asking her to tell me like how to, how to be a man, how to, how to work through this. And like, since she wasn't there anymore to actually give me like that advice, Hmm. which wasn't good for me in the first place it's kind of it's like kind of like a reach around like really complex like yeah i i don't want to put labels on it but just like that's a very codependent thing to do like you get you get very like attached and even shitty advice is still advice i was going to talk uh, about the i don't know if you mind me calling it a bridge but the the forward thinking went into went to the back seat for you but that was mm-hmm. the past tense. I uh, mm-hmm. build a mansion for you. I can't tell you how many relationships I've been in that it, it's like the hopes and dreams that you put into something and then be like, I'm willing to 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 kill off my dreams or, or my hopes just to make sure that you meet yours. To me, this really feels like the the kind of the pivot on on the on the song. Because as I said before, you had done, you did the uh, shy from strangers. Oh, I used to, mm-hmm. and then it's like you use this part to like pivot, and then kind of even by saying some of the same lyrics bef- again, you've given a new context and and uh, you know basically put how much it, on the line. Um, yeah, put you've put down how much or or if you've laid it out exactly how much you were willing to sacrifice for the for the relationship and then well now it's you know well maybe i'm a fool oh yes i'm a fool kind of thing Mm -hmm. um and then you go back to your um shy from the strangers oh i used to 
I didn't think about it that way, actually. I um, mm. I wrote the the first verse, and then the uh, "Shy from the Strangers" parts are kind of the choruses, and then um, yeah. and then that part you're talking about there is kind of like the second verse, I guess. Because to me, the song doesn't really have a bridge; it just goes verse chorus verse chorus and then it kind of just ends yeah it's definitely a reinstatement of just how much is online and how much meaning is behind it it's interesting yeah the maybe i'm a fool oh oh oh, yes i am a fool i guess i always thought of as like the chorus but it's very much like the pre-chorus pre-chorus yeah (laughs) yeah exactly i don't know uh i for sure yeah i my my degree was in you know in in music theory and so like i'm all form and analysis but but i don't know uh, you, I, you, I could identify parts of a sonata for you but i mean hey a standard verse chorus verse i can't seem to do <laughs> it's but it is it's whatever you interpret it to be it is pretty free form i'm not too picky about it or anything like that so is there anything special about like the equipment that you used or whatever because you got a great tone out of that Guitar, I'm assuming is that a is that a telly? Uh, it's not a telly. It's oh. a fen- it's a Fender. Um, okay. but uh, it's actually a uh, 2017 uh, Duo Sonic. Um, oh, okay. That I got a little while back um, through an orange uh, uh, an orange crush 60, orange crush pro 60. Oh. It's a it's an orange combo amp. Um, yeah, it's really clear. It's really, um, really bright. Um, yeah, a little bouncy. I mean, but that little, could be like the the reverb or whatever that you put on there. But it it's it, it's kind of <laughs> it's a little cheerful for this song. <laughs> no, it, it, but it it, it definitely it has, sounds wonderful. Yeah, it definitely has like a that chimey um, Fender kind of tone to it so so is this is this song going to be on a larger album or are you just because i noticed you you labeled it as a single yeah i don't know if you were planning um, on further further recordings and creating a an album or whatever uh, or ep uh, possibly yeah um i at the time of recording i kind of just uh I was really excited because the the stuff I had put out previously under my solo projects had been really old and really kind of stuff I didn't really, really like anymore. And so I was kind of excited to like get this out um, as a single because it's like really different than what it, what it used to be. The song actually went through a different iteration or you mean like what? what your solo project used to be what my solo project used to be uh-huh. yeah so um, what was your solo project like before i have a a small ep that i put out before that under the same name um and it was a it was a lot more raw and a lot m- more emotional yeah you'll have to check it out but um yeah. it's called dead friends it's about a lot of sad stuff but I think I did see that because you sent me a link. To be honest, I, w- I thought that you were going to do something from Prevalence. Yeah. Uh, in, and, um, but I was surprised when you, you had uh, sent this song as your favorite song to talk about. And yeah, I, I've got to say, like, you've got quite a, quite a voice on you. I, I Thank you. like it. And, you know, just this very prevalence has 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 a nice edge to it and is and has that punk emo kind of thing to it your vocals are are so i don't know well-rounded whatever sounds um sounds 
wonderfully melodic that it, it almost drags it i mean whether whether you want that or to or not but it almost drags it over into that into like the pop punk kind of sound which different people have different opinions of what what pop punk means or or whether that's like a derogatory thing and so i hope yeah. you don't see it as me insulting you i'm just saying no. like it, it has that i i'm just saying that also because sometimes there's there's a desire that when you're like that's not exactly the sound is that you might push your voice to do other things but i was like please don't because <laughs> what you're doing is, is great so yeah um no i totally i totally don't take offense to that um i uh i grew up listening to literally all the influences that go into that band um so like emo uh punk uh pop punk all those different genres i just i i listened to very heavily when i was younger um and so they all factor into that band and they all kind of congeal into one mass that is prevalence i guess Champagne is also a band podcast is proud to support Jubilee Cafe. Jubilee Cafe is a free weekly meal program at Community United Church of Christ, 805 South 6th Street in Champaign, Illinois. Jubilee Cafe serves a home-cooked meal from 5 to 6.30 each Monday. Their mission is to feed hungry people by cooking healthy, delicious meals and by serving their guests restaurant-style with servers waiting on tables. Jubilee Cafe is open to anyone who cares to eat with them. Because food insecurity among students is so high, they serve students as well as others in and around the Champaign-Urbana community who struggle with hunger. Meals are free to all and will be served each Monday evening, located in the accessible lower level of the building at 6th and Daniel Streets in Champaign. For more information on the meal or how to volunteer, Go to the Jubilee Cafe CUCC Facebook page or email them at jubilee.cafe at community-ucc.org. That's jubilee.cafe at community-ucc.org. What would you say is like your favorite part of the Champaign-Urbana music scene? I love how welcoming it is. It's really open and really free just to be whoever, do whatever you want. You'll probably find someone who digs what you do and so you'll probably kind of niche out a little home for yourself, which is good. Um, some of the other scenes that i've visited that i've uh, that i've played in haven't kind of had that vibe to them they've kind of hmm. i'm certainly not talking i'm like over generalizing obviously but um yeah. there's certainly been people who've kind of i don't know kind of came off in the wrong way to me about the whole scene and how they kind of view it and how they kind of act like they're better or different or cooler than other people just because they're doing what they're doing mm -hmm. stuff like that which is really bad i don't think cu has a whole lot of that which i'm really thankful for plus it's it's my hometown so yeah i'm always so happy I, to stay local yeah. so you grew up here yeah all right mm -hmm. cool 
do you, do you have a particular favorite? I mean, we can go we can go public venue or we can go DIY venue. We've played a few places, not certainly not all, but we've played a lot of house venues around CU, Lips and Chits, Casa de Sasha. This new one, some of my friends are hosting called Waluigi's Mansion. That was an awesome oh. show. Yeah, we've also played CU CD and Vinyl when they got into their new space recently. Oh yeah. We played there, played Canopy Club, we played the IMC a lot. So there's there's certain places around town that we that we do yeah. play. We're kind of taking a break from playing shows at the moment, but yeah. I, I don't know if I necessarily have a favorite. Oh, I was just curious. Yeah, I don't know if I really Is, have a favorite. Well, and I guess, uh, I guess I looked at that from a uh, performing perspective, but how about from like a... An audience, an audience member um, i mean do you have a favorite that you like to i like going to a good house show it's always kind of been my thing it's kind of a totally different environment than like a public yeah. venue i've been to canopy a lot it's normally pretty good i'm not really old enough to like get into bars <laughs> so like i can't like go to like bar shows and like most most restaurants and most bars don't book rock shows anyway so yeah i don't well, know i would think like you could at least score something over at uh, cowboy monkey or whatever we oh. did we did play blackbird actually oh, cool we, we played there with moats and because uh, we've known we've known moats for a long time now i don't really know if i have a favorite I, there's definitely different ones that hold different events better there's a place for everything yeah very very good answer um yeah i mean how about this i i feel like i haven't asked this question in a while but what is your favorite like champagne urbana local musician local band local whatever what's what's a really cool deep cut since they're all deep cuts but like what do you what are you listening to that like is there is there a song right now that's from a local uh champagne urbana band that just blows your hair back kind of thing there are definitely some bands that i like more i like moats a lot i like mm -hmm. take care's new new album they just put out is pretty good isaac uh um was involved with a bunch of bands and a bunch of music mm -hmm. and yeah when isaac was in town they were always involved in music and uh doing music that i really enjoyed listening to like with Withershins and with uh, Airship had a bunch of great artists on it too. So yeah. yeah. So did you? Get, so were you at the Take Care show? Uh, I wasn't. I went to. Oh. I went to a different show that night. Actually, huh. that's why. Otherwise, I would have gone for sure. But it, it, once again, that's always. I'll tell you, that's a great problem to have. I know. Is yeah. to be like, isn't it? When you have to actually choose between yeah. venues doing mm. something at the same time, and with some really great bands going on. But I I was just curious if there was like a, you know, like a song that you're listening to these days that just from a local Champagne Urbana band. If you don't have one right on the tip of your tongue, that's cool, too. Um, you can just I've been listening to a shit ton of American football. Even mm. I, I still can't. I mean, the, the American football house is here and apparently is, is a... An I don't know, is an a underground journey. monument. It was Sven Stock two years ago, and we had a band from Anchorage, Alaska that was kind of uh, traveling through, and uh, uh, they were called Granddad, and mm. 
so so they played and afterwards i was talking to them and i i was just making sure that they had a place to crash or whatever for the night and they said um i'm you know we we've got a place that's fine you know and then they're like first thing in the morning we're gonna try to get over to the (laughs) we're gonna try to get over to the american football house and and you know i guess pay our respects or something i don't know but (laughs) i I was just so i i it made me smile you know just one of those like it it to me it just amazes me that that's something that you know as far as anchorage alaska or whatever yeah and of course um the the this was the the lead singer uh it like rolled up his sleeve and he had a tattoo of the american i bet american football house nice <laughs> but i it just yeah it was it was wonderful but man if you if I feel like if you bought that house, there'd have to be some kind of special disclosure and right. the thing like people hey, may by the stop way. by your house yeah. on occasion <laughs> for no reason at all. Uh, if you're like, "Damn, Gad's out of my yard," that's not going to work. <laughs> yeah, you can't have that. No, it's 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 neat that that you know is is something of of this town and like we do have our you know I don't feel like we have a ton of of you know musicians that that branch out beyond the confines of illinois but Mm -hmm. i mean they're all incredibly talented but the ones that do there's there's enough of an outreach that it's you can you can point them out and be like yep this band this band this band i'm not going to name all of them but for sure you know i don't know so uh if there was something that you would change about the champagne urbana music scene what what would it be nothing extreme what i Mm. would change is kind of just kind of a societal want to go to shows i would would try to make people want to go to shows more Mm. um (laughs) that's kind of my only thing and that's kind of like a problem kind of all around the country right now i feel like it's just a lot of i feel like a lot of the younger kids are more inclined to um just like stream a concert like on their Mm. phone or something especially for local stuff i mean i don't see I barely see any young kids at any local shows. But then you're running into the whole, like, lack of all-ages shows, like, available. Yeah, you know? that's also true. There are definitely some around, though. I feel oh, like, yeah. I mean, IMC has always been all-ages. I don't really know about house venues. They tend to be, but I think that's just they, the whole under-the-radar thing yeah, anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, that's also another issue. I mean, certainly none of the bar shows are going to be all-ages, so... That separation of of alcohol and music is kind of a hard one to to ride sometimes. Yeah, in a, true. In, in a town where not a lot of people are going to come out for just music, unless yeah. you you're already established well in the community and stuff like that. But Champagne is also a band podcast is proud to support Exile on Main Street. Exile on Main Street, located in the old train station building at 100 North Chestnut Street in downtown Champaign, has been helping to build record collections since 2004, carrying a wide array of new and used LPs, CDs, and video games. Exile on Main Street has something for just about any music enthusiast and old school gaming devotee. Exile also hosts regular free live music shows on its stage, so be sure to check out their Facebook, 
Instagram, and Twitter pages for the up-to-date details on the next upcoming event. Open seven days a week. They can be reached by phone at 217-398-MAIN. That's 217-398-6246. So what is your you know, favorite non-musical thing? Mm, that's a big question. Um, I like technology a lot. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of why I like music production because it's kind of both of those together. But um, hmm. I like uh, I got like a new laptop for Christmas and I'm like absolutely enjoying it. Um, uh, it's a new MacBook. But I I love gear. I love compressors and monitors and computers and stuff like that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So. I guess so is that are you looking to get into music production in general or just Oh uh, yeah yeah like that's that's you're pursuing a degree right now in music production yeah. or is it oh okay yeah I wasn't sure if it was like just composition or it's, just like as part of all that but it's music yeah. foundations but I'm taking a lot of uh, I'm kind of focusing on production so yeah. cool so do you think that you might want to have a studio in town or yeah or just uh absolutely i'd love to do that kind of work absolutely yeah and i mean i think of like perimeter road are they actually so they've also created a label to go along with mm -hmm. the studio is that something that is made available to the public to use as well or do you have to take a class we run pretty loosely just off of uh intern interning students um it's mainly students uh because the kind of the reason it exists is to get students who are taking recording classes and are interested in music production um to kind of get them more experience in how a label would it would work and how, mm. how that would go about it but it sounds like you'd have to have a connection with a student who would be wanting to record something for a class anyway and then you would yeah. that you would be able to make that connection and then um kind of have a have a, a good working solution for getting something recorded and also use it as a learning experience and that kind of thing yeah absolutely cool mm -hmm. cool and uh so how long have you been over in at parkland uh, uh doing the, working with uh perimeter studio or? uh at parkland i've been there um two years now i have been working with the label for about a year cool. uh, actually about a year and a half never mind and both are named perimeter studio yes. perimeter road i'm sorry <laughs> it's okay yeah. um yeah perimeter road sound recordings perimeter road studio Cool. Yeah. And we, uh, you know, Kelsey Sharp was was definitely involved with that pretty heavily. Sure. I believe she had quite a bit of work that she did over there. She recorded Shine mm -hmm. and then some of her other songs that aren't coming to mind. Sorry, Kelsey. What are you doing with your new laptop? I mean, in, musically, uh, you know, technology-wise, I'm just curious, you know. I want to I wanna start doing some mixing, just trying to pick up money here and there, mm. um, some freelance stuff. But 
I also I also have Photoshop and Illustrator, so mm-hmm. I've been like trying to get into more design and graphic design standpoint and viewpoint just for anything I might want to do in the future. I feel like it'd be a good skill to have either for like show posters or like branding or for my radio show or something like that, you know. So, so. if you'd like to give a shout out for your radio show, what's yeah. the what's the what's the call sign and then what's the is that is that the right term call sign call sign <laughs> i don't i don't know <laughs> this this isn't top gun dummy <laughs> um, <laughs> um um no what the uh, station identification or whatever the station and, id yeah it's on 88.7 wpcd it's called the basement article i don't know what time it's going to oh, be okay. at i will have to wait until uh, the semester begins. Yeah, get yeah. get the word out on the, on the social medias. You know, just so many cool things going on. Like, I mean, shout out to, to Brian Dunn and Earth Analog, or not Earth, really, <laughs> at the Analog Hour. All sorts of different and eclectic taste is yeah. always is always interesting. I I enjoy Absolutely. catching that when I can. Usually, I get to work and then I just it's so early in my work day that I'm just like going into the work and then completely forgetting to to turn it on. Sorry, Brian. I mean, I don't know if there's anything else you'd like to, I think, like shout out or I, anything, but I think we cover a lot of stuff. It's really good. All right, we covered everything. That's perfect. <laughs> um, so uh, I guess thank you, Drake, for coming out um, all thank the way you. out to Sedoris, Illinois, um, <laughs> Blue Box Studio, and and uh, telling me a little bit about your your band and your solo project, Shouting Match, and uh, the song Strangers. You know, I, I look forward to uh, seeing what comes out. Hopefully, there's there's an LP in the works and yeah. big album, and sure. um, hopefully some vinyl because you know I go nuts for that. And uh, you know, you can always do that. <laughs> um, but thank you, thank you for coming out. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Champagne is also a band podcast. This is Drake Maxson reminding you great music is out there. Go find it where you live. You almost have an NPR voice, it's so good.